They're bad. They're boys. And occasionally, they talk about running. Yes, it's the Bad Boy Running Podcast with your hosts, Jody Rainsford and David Heller. Come back. Baby, come back. But bye, 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 bye. But bye, 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 bye. I must admit I was a clone to be messing around. But that doesn't mean that you have to leave town. Bye, 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 bye. Hello, Jenny Rainsford. Hey, listener, how you doing? Hello, David Hellard. How are you? We were very American style. Hello. Brothers Hello. <laughs> what we need to do, we need to, we need to choose uh, a national style of of doing this. So like it, like it was, it, it's sort of like Brazilian football style. We go, Hello. Well, what, what would the topical, <laughs> what the topical one for the Russian style be right now? We'd just suddenly be in your ears. Without your permission, I was gonna. Do you know what I had I had written down on our little notes and stuff? Make sure we talk about Russian doping, but things have moved on significantly. About the thing is, it. it I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? How we've got to this. Oh, sorry, listen, we've gone straight into this one because it's quite. It feels like it's quite urgent. And we're late. How, but just bit by bit by bit, like the Russians have got away with stuff, and it was. And in terms of the Winter Olympics. It kind of like you were just like, this is fucking ridiculous. How, you know, how we got to, oh, she's 14 and somehow she's taken her grandfather's, what's it called, heart tablets or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. And because and, of that, and, the pills, yeah. Exactly. And the thing is, okay, yeah, we, I, we acknowledge actually that the victims in here are also many yeah. of the Russian athletes as well. But yeah, my yeah, God, yeah. like, how, you know, it's like, really, is this never going to be? And the, what's been really interesting to see is when, all of this has happened around uh, Ukraine. How quickly and how swiftly some of the um, governing bodies have shut stuff down, and how and how some have been a bit slower than others. That literally, I yeah. mean, it, it's been quite impressive. Normally, financial involvement with Russia, I'd say the yeah. ones more financially involved, probably slower than the ones. Who yeah, are I like... mean, like FIFA, FIFA. I was thinking, oh, FIFA are never going to do this. FIFA are going to come up with some mealy mouth thing about doing, yeah. but actually. Yeah, because UEFA had a what a twenty million dollar or twenty million euro deal with Gazprom, um, you know, to promote it. And actually, for them wow. to come, for them to come out and say basically that you know that Russia are banned from all competitions, Russian clubs are banned from all competitions, um, you know, is uh, for for FIFA and UEFA, which yeah. I consider the most corrupt, second yeah. only to the IOC, um, is quite is quite incredible. Um, I, I see this as an opportunity. Well, firstly, I'd say one of the things that annoy me because we're we're gonna we're gonna brush over the whole Winter Olympics because I've not watched them. Probably you've not watched them. Probably none of our listeners have watched them, and it's it's not really our kind. Um, although there's probably loads of people from the Golden Trail who I know who are, are loving it because they all ski. But um, yeah, the weird thing was that when they were saying that if you're under 18, you're under 16, you're then protected from the status of doping um, with the the weird the weird logic that if you're too young to be punished because it's clearly not your response you're clearly not you're not choosing to dope but if anything that isn't protecting young people that is encouraging countries yeah. like Russia yeah. to it's going absolutely drag. we need more we need more under 18s competing so that we yeah. can we can we can get through yeah what's it called uh, work the system it's yeah, incredible. it's 
it's the equivalent of when you have like gun, sorry, uh, drug gangs, and they get the thirteen-year-olds to carry all the drugs because yeah. they're not going to go to jail for it. And so suddenly you just shift the problem down a generation. And you have all these kids involved in the drug gangs. But um, yeah, what I was thinking though is there surely is an angle on this that we can take advantage of because there what must be. What would you mean around the Olympics or? around around the because i'm trying to see i'm trying to look at a sunny side of the the russia ukraine situation and there aren't many to be well part. the sunny side is actually that it has united people in a way that you know we thought yes. the pandemic was going to unite us but but the swiftness with which everything has happened in the you know i i, I would say i would say that is a that is a positive yes. yeah, yeah yeah there's nothing there's nothing that um, it's almost as if the world decided cyclists were the enemy and came together as as a podcast to uh, to, to fight. You know what it's them. like. You know what it's like. It's like that, like the Me Too movement or the bullying or things like that. It's where you know someone has been getting away with something and everyone's known about it. And then yeah. as soon as the first person exposes them, all of a sudden they lose all their sponsorship. And the whole way you're thinking, you knew as a sponsor, you knew yeah. all along. And it's the yeah. same thing with like Russia. It's like we've all known along that they've been cheating, that they were going to do this and stuff like that. And then as soon as it happens, boom, dropped the same way. Yeah. But I'm, I'm thinking there must be a sport that is a world sport that is a Russian sport that we've not heard of. Like a weird Russian sport. Bear, and... Was it called Bear on a Hot Plate or is that... Have I just listened to been watching too much Borat? <laughs> <laughs> Something like Bear on a Hot Plate that maybe even their governing body has banned Russia. And this could be our opportunity to become world champions of a sport we've never heard of, that no one else in the world does, but Russia are no longer allowed to compete in. Russia are no longer allowed to compete in their own sport? Well, because in the way that um, we know that a lot of organisations call themselves the world championships, when... Yeah. There's no, you know, the World Series of Baseball when, I, I mean, to be fair, that's not a great example because they're named after, I think, the world playing cards rather than the world, the globe. But there are some sports that have the world championships, the Spartan World Championships. Mm, is it a world championship, really? No, it's not a different sport to obstacle racing, but that type of thing. Yeah. There must be a Russian And when I was younger, um, because of I had good fitness, and no one did Aussie rules. My Australian friend from Perth said, you should train in Aussie rules because England are crap, but they're one of the teams that go to the Aussie rules. Oh, I see. Championships. Okay, okay. And there must be a sport that is a Russian sport that we've never heard of that is semi-big in Russia, that has a few other nations involved that Russia will be banned from that we could potentially then be the only Westerners going to this random sport and we could clean up because there's no competition. That's, we must have, we must, we must know this. We must know, like, what, there must be a specific Russian Let's sport. Google, quick, quick Google our friend. Russian sports. Well, you type in Russian sports and it just comes up with all the, all the bands and everything. Oh, Russian unique sports. Here we go. For traditional sports, you need to try ASAP. I mean, sports. Yes, this is going to be good. So, um, here we go. Korodki. Oh, this is good. This I don't think it's So, literally translating is townlets. 
this stick throwing game is something of a mix of horseshoes and bulls. Oh, so okay. We can get that. Bandy. Bandy. So this is, we might struggle with this one. Ice hockey. <laughs> um, ice hockey with a bull. Dating back to the 10th century. I mean, that would be, that sounds like a, a Disney movie, doesn't it? The the, the rejected American um, athletes take take up bandy in a bull running style thing to become world champions. Lapta. Lapta. I like the look of Lapta. Yeah. Cross between rounders and baseball. And then the last one. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, I think this is, there's a quote here. As writer Alexander Cooperin wrote of Lapta. Deep breathing, attentiveness, resourcefulness, fast running, an accurate eye, and a hard shot required, as well as an eternal confidence you will not be defeated. That, <laughs> if anything, is the total antithesis of bad boy running. Then that yes. is the sport. Accurate eye, mm, deep breathing. <laughs> eternal deep confidence breathing. you'll not be defeated. <laughs> yeah, I think we can muster an eternal confidence, that's for sure. Um, and Pekka, I mean, I've, I've always been down. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know what this one's about. <laughs> so, do you have to keep your Pekka up? Is this it's what, like you think it's a big stick. Ooh. It's, just, it's a cross between what a Gorobsky and fencing hybrid might look like. I don't even, what was a god grudge? <laughs> no, you can't start using the sport you've just introduced to describe the sport later on in the list. Yeah. Oh, this one's like a, a crossbreed grudge in laptop. You're like, oh, what? I, just, I don't understand. <laughs> too, too many new concepts. Yeah, it's, about. it's like a terrible, terrible cocktail bar where they've only got three spirits. They're like, our next drink is a mix of the last two drinks. Um, <laughs> Players throw their sticks at the jar. So what do you <laughs> Some of these sound shit, actually. What? Throw... Replacing a puck in normal ice hockey. I mean, that's hardly a new fucking sport, is it? I like the I mean... Do you throw your stick at the jar, but once the jar's been hit, it's a race between the stick throwers to gather their sticks back as quickly as possible. And the baker... <laughs> They've not introduced you to the baker. Oh. Yeah, um, the baker who must put the jar back in its place and protect it from other players attempting to sword fight their way back. To the <laughs> Where did the swords come from? Like, what? This is this is as complicated as Quidditch. You're like, what? You throw a stick at a jar. If the jar, and then and then you're then someone has to protect the jar while other people are sword fighting. What? I mean, this. I'm I'm game for this. I think this is the winner. Yeah, oh, the nice part of Becker is. Is is there's no real winner? <laughs> you can't win. <laughs> Was it? Is it like cricket? Um, Pekka World Championships. Yeah, it looks like there is a Pekka World Championships. Although, well, I see. Well, this is this is our new thing, do batters. We are going to become world champions of Pekka, and we need to start lobbying the Pekka World Association to ban Russia for their involvement in Ukraine. Now, something I've noticed when it's come to the news reporting, have you picked up on the fact that no one really confidently knows how to say Kiev, 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 Kiev. So I've, I've always thought Kiev was Kiev. Then someone confidently was saying Kiev, pronouncing oh. it on the news. And then from then on, Briggs and I have become obsessed with trying to guess 
how we think the next news presenter is going to pronounce Kiev or Kiev. Because and it's, some political, do a... it's political, isn't it? Because Kiev is, is the it? Russian is the Russian word for it. Is oh, that's I, I I read so many different things. Is Kiev the Russian word for Kiev? And that's and so saying it in that way is 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 the issue. And so you want to use the Ukrainian word for Kiev. the Ukrainian word is Kiev. Um, <laughs> does that then mean chicken cubes? Uh, chinkies or chinkies? I wonder if I wonder if chicken Kievs are like Fosters in Australia. I bet like you go to you go to Kiev and they're like, this is bullshit. Do you think they've got far stronger um stronger the, chickens? <laughs> stronger well they've got far St stronger garlic. chicken, garlickier sauce, butterier. Yeah. <laughs> but um do balance. Now we're we're obviously trying to avoid the fact that this is a horrific situation and, and just talking about miserable stuff, but we do we have any Russian or Ukrainian or, or Eastern European or just knowledgeable people from the world who can clarify for us about these sports, but also about Kiev or Kiev or the hybrid, which I think you shouldn't do the hybrid because I think that is you've got to commit the Kiev, which is. Yeah, you just you just got to pick a side. You're almost you're almost doing a slightly racist uh, Eastern European accent with that one, aren't you? Yeah, I mean that's that's the the angle I tend to take. But do, so, do bads, let us know what is the correct way to pronounce Kiev, Kiev, or is there a way? And does that then relate to the food? And have you heard of these sports? Can we become good at them? Can we take part in them? And has anyone you've known ever played them? Because I think I'd be happy to interview someone who was an instructor of Pekka because that sounds like a properly good game just to explain how it all works and, and well I know we'll be YouTubing it as soon as this uh, <laughs> as soon as we're off this call in the hope that we're gonna we're gonna find out more about it now I've got we're trying to catch up on a whole heap of stuff whole heap of news the are we going to talk about the park run for Raw uh, oh, are we talking about the dogs or the fact that Park Run's banned in Russia? Is it banned in Russia? Yeah, they banned it in Russia. I didn't when even know they, they did it? it in Russia. I mean, no, it's, it's been there for a while. When was that yeah, banned? Yeah, like, recently, is, there, is that re their yeah, response yeah, I mean, was kicking yeah. them out of the Olympics? They banned Park Run. Yeah. If anything, that's a good thing because we don't want Russian like soldiers be doing park run we don't want the the population of russia to be as healthy in their fighting against the ukraine so therefore them not doing park run might make them worse athletes i don't i i yeah i think it's difficult isn't it because it's like you have to punish the russian people it's kind of punishing the russian people isn't it whereas how you know it's not as if they can vote putin out it's not you know that that option yeah, is, yeah, hasn't yeah. been available to them for a significantly long time yeah, so, we like the people of Russia, other than the army and the leaders. Yeah, um, should we say? Should we say? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but so, well, how do you feel about Canny Cross being banned from Parkrun? Um, I how do you, I don't understand how you ban it? How can you ban it? How what stops someone from going to a park? And yeah. What stops anyone preventing them someone to do a park run? I don't understand how you can ban it. What? How? How does that work? You're not I allowed to you, be in this public park. I guess you wouldn't be given your your chip at the end. You wouldn't be given your barcode 
and there or you wouldn't be allowed to scan that's what they might do and but this is i'd say this was an inevitable clash well, they, i mean it should have been like nipped in the bud right at the start they cut they must have seen that this would this would you know because i when i think about um our local park there's no i mean you it's pretty dangerous to have people with push chairs doing it um and again it's it's difficult because yeah how do you is it a blanket ban across all park runs or is it just specific locations yeah and and that's what i'm not actually sure of because i've i've not received emails from for example uh brixton park run rockwell park they've not, i've not received emails from them which i think i think fark you buddy is registered to and i do see emails still from park run and um I've not seen emails there, so it, it might be that they are doing it on a case by case based on the needs of a park, which which sounds sensible. And and I know there'll be some canny cross runners who'll be furious and who'll say, well, I'm perfectly safe with my dog and my dog's trained. And I've seen people who are blah, 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 who are far worse than blah, 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 blah. But unfortunately, you know, park runs an organization that has to make rules based off however many hundred thousand people that are doing it each week and with um, all of their safety in mind and with insurance in mind and with yada 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 it's not it, but it's, isn't it isn't it it's it's the waste tide one yes. that you're not allowed you're allowed to run with your dog on a lead yeah not allowed like, it's just it's a very difficult i don't understand how they're going to plead like yeah you can still do it even if you don't want i suppose not having the barcode might you know is the if if that's the thing that you're kind of because I mean, just from a performance perspective as well, mm. it's not your performance, it's you and your dog, which I understand, but surely those two things should be different. Are those two things differentiated in terms of the results? Do you get like a little C added to it or something no, like that? No, I don't think so, because there's no way of... There's, so there's there's no, no, so yeah. if you don't know someone's running with a dog, you may be comparing results from different park runs and stuff like that, or your result against someone else and you, and you don't know. I don't... Yeah, I suppose... Then, it doesn't it's not really a race, mean. though, so it's not no, a race, yeah. and then well, it's a time trial. Yeah, but they, well, so, oh, because it's not a race, they obviously don't do placings. Oh, the, oh wait. Because when I, the first time I did, I saw Canicross was with Human Race, who are a, they do loads of triathlons. There's a certain irony of that, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> and they, they would allow Canicross to start before other runners. Yeah, and actually, that seemed to make sense because while you, you you know we would overtake some canicross runners, then it's an individual person overtaking an individual dog, and the the person who's overtaking is more likely to be like a vast spaced out. Um, they're choosing to overtake the dog, yeah, and so they've got more control of their safety. Um, whereas having a dog run through the field would be far more dangerous because you're then having what on average will be faster couplets as such than the individual runners having to go through entire fields so but then having would if you so but coming up with a system like that would be a nightmare and i i do take the point that if a dog is on a lead it almost feels like it's in control by the like the dog it can see the um the owner and that's very different to a dog just being on a lead, sort of just being tied at the waist 
and running what feels like free to the dog where it can't see the owner and it's just doing what it wants right so i'm sure this is going to be one of those massive controversies that affects a few people but everyone's up in arms of what if i was the thing is it's a difficult one because i if you want to upset a big group of people and pet owners are the the ones that you really don't want to upset you know they can they can make it really really difficult i mean whether they want to or not but you can make it really i mean like there's nothing stopping you from coming to the park run and doing and just carrying on doing what you were doing before which won't make any difference whatsoever um and i suppose i don't know it's i'm just i'm Let's just find out from people that do what. Like, who who is fucking furious? <laughs> I want this your unmitigated oh. anger and bile to overflow into the into the Facebook group. I want we'll to do another you. poll in the Facebook group about <laughs> a poll. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what this needs. A poll. And we'll uh, be. I'm <laughs> sure we'll be elitists. Now we'll be seen as elitists for anti-dog elitists or anti. But um, and and maybe it's the approach that Parkrun did because what they probably should have done is said we have had injuries or we've had issues with this we are going to form a working group to look into how can we try and keep dogs running and canny cross ideally at park run giving these things so that people are aware of what's happened and then they go off so that people have had an idea, a chance to feedback to send in their views they then give a bit of time so that people <laughs> are used to the idea that it may happen. And then when they come back and say, look, we've actually analyzed it. And unfortunately, this is this, but we've offset this. They explain it in a logical way. I think it's a lot harder for people to be outraged when they understand the process and they feel that they've had input rather than just a, this is what's now happening, which probably for a lot of people feels like it's come from nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon there's a, a human commission on human rights case to be answered for that, <laughs> for that kind of dim- discrimination against dog owners. Yeah, because, yeah. You know. And that's the thing, the, the fact you can still run with your dog on a lead, not so bad really, is it? You can run with your dog on a lead. I mean, is it... the thing is, if they did that whole set, right, right, just do this, okay? This is what you want to do as a coach. When they start doing that stupid talking bit at the start, where they go, "Oh, who's a t- who's a tourist? Who's done ten runs? Stuff like that." Set mm. off. Then you're put, you're nearly a finished by the time they get to the end of that. Like just th- that's when they that's when the canny cross is set off, and that's it. Sorted. All done. Nice and easy. Yeah, yeah. Although we we're not advocating anything to <clears throat> get us in trouble because we're we're weak. We're weak people. Or are we? I don't know. Maybe we are. Maybe we are. Let's cause some more controversy. Next, Maybe next, they'll, next they'll ban. Next they'll ban doping from uh, from Parkrun. That's uh... not in Russia. Oh no, that's why they banned Russia because everyone is a doper. Everyone, I mean, everyone, everyone, everyone. Their their record there is ten minutes. <laughs> I had three things written down here on my thing to talk about. One was actually running related. Um, yeah. Uh, McColgan's uh, half marathon record. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. Which was which was great. The other one I'd written drugs everywhere. And then the next thing I'd written is dry robe. Dry robe. Dry robe. Uh, you know, there's a long running thing. What's it called? Seven years ago when we started this podcast, it was a joke about you and your fucking dry robe. 
you always going on about your dry robe, you wearing your dry robe. And dry robes, of course, were very popular in OCR and stuff. That's, you know, everyone, yeah. everyone had a dry robe. Now it is properly broken through into the mainstream. Like it's, yeah. it's almost become a status symbol, isn't it? Like I see people in fucking Sainsbury's wearing a dry robe. It's almost to go, hey, guys, I do I do wild swimming and or other outdoor activity. I think it's replaced if you there, there was a time where if you couldn't be asked to get dressed, you'd go out in your dressing gown to the local shops. I think you, a dry robe has replaced that. I'll just put on a dry robe. I haven't got dressed. But I don't I think so. I don't think no, so. No, I think there's a status. And there is a status attached to it now. Which you know, because I mean, you always got people coming off the off the off the beach. Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah, I've done my, I've done my, I've done my open open swimming. I've done my my wild swimming, or swimming as it's known as everywhere else. Um, and so and so you've got you know, you've got to wear that so that everyone knows that you've done your fucking swimming. Yes, well done, well done. You know, just use a towel or whatever. But but then like everywhere i see it now like everywhere it's just it, it's it, it's kind of crazy libby I've, I've spoken to libby about this and she's like shut the fuck up like who cares um stop going on about it your answer. i just think it's interesting isn't it it's taken that amount of time for dry robes to to break into the to public consciousness and the, I think the, the part of the reason they've done it, yeah, you're right, people love the badge of being sporty, but because there's so many different styles now where you have your brand on it for whatever it is, your club or for the sport or for the gym, and there's a different colour or style. So actually, unlike most things in the past where you're not going to, like DMs, for example, you might have different colours, but you're not going to have necessarily your own explanation of your connection with whatever the sport is that you love yeah and so i think people do love their dry robes more than any other clothes because it's in essence a, a hybrid of, of club merch yeah and yeah absolutely style. Yeah. yeah and i've got and i'm gonna say nothing gets i think dry robes are fucking great okay i do mm. and that, that, that is my position has shifted significantly I don't I don't have one. I can't I can't <laughs> afford one. I, it's, it's still too expensive. <laughs> you're paying off a pony and you can't afford but your pony's got some weird cock rope or something. No, it's not. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. But the um but yeah, I I, I think dry robes are great. I think you know I just I just think it's really interesting that it's taken like this long to for it to kind of like find. the other interesting kind of thought about this. Yeah. Why is there not a why is there not a competitor to dry rope? Like why that doesn't they? I know that people have tried yeah. to become competitors. There but, are their, so many. but 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 their attempt to be a competitor was charge exactly the same amount of money and do something quite similar. And you were like, either you massively undercut them and mm. produce something of similar quality, like a Gymshark style uh you know a grab for part of the market for people that you know want to buy them or or have children where you can't buy a dry robe for a child because they grow so damn quickly and there's no way that you can replace them you know as they grow but yeah it's like nothing you know in the, in the amount of time it's taken from you know from basically you know seven years ago or whatever to now no nothing has emerged as a proper competitor 
to it. Yeah, and well, which is really as really unusual. Even like Aldi haven't done a knockoff, or Lidl have done a knockoff, or 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 something. Well, like Rat that. Race have. Rat Race did within about four years. And, oh, did they? Um, yeah, it was pretty. They, I mean, we love Rat Race often. Um, sometimes there's things that we don't love quite as much. I'd say the dry robe, rat uh, rat robe, was one of them where, um, particularly because Gideon was. This is, do you know when you go like, should I be talking about this? But, you know, Jim's a businessman. He just he made a business decision. Fair enough. Um, but Gideon used to go to the Dirty Weekend and he'd take a whole heap of dry, lo- dry robes, which would either sell OK when it was sunny or if it was raining, he'd sell out the whole weekend's lot on the Friday night. Oh, really? Because people are desperate to, to actually keep warm and dry. And then um, about two years later, Gideon wasn't coming back to the Dirty Weekend, and uh, Rat Race emerged with a rat robe, which was... That is business acumen. There we go. That's it. Yeah, I mean, and and I'm I'm expecting the rat rat bullet is is on its way, I'm sure, I'm sure. (laughs) The rat bullet. The rat bullet, you know, everyone wants a rat bullet. But but actually, that's, that's, that's a marking phenomenon where, well, partly, I think part of the issue for is trying to copy dry robe is, is pretty hard because it's not an easy, like I know from the early days, like Gideon was having real issues with mass producing the the product as it is because of the, it's not like a synthetic inner in the way you'd expect. It was yeah. some kind of um, sheep's wool hybrid type thing. And so it's partly actually the type of people who knock things off tend to be, not necessarily that sophisticated typically and so actually when like looking if you look at amazon the amount of products on there that are just someone's made something they've bought them from the same factory they've changed the logo yeah so if you look at the pulse roll and the the, i can't remember what they're called but the the really punchy massage guns there's now hundreds of those on um on Amazon with a slightly different style of adjuster and different logo, but it's exactly the same thing. It's made in the same factories, and that's people who are chances who've gone there and said, "We want the same thing, just change the shape of the head slightly um, and put our logo here." Whereas for some, because dry rope had, had made it, it's quite hard to make. Then the the amount of work it takes for someone to actually do that is quite a high level, and if you're coming in and it's at that the cost of creating it is then quite expensive yeah. so they have to charge quite a lot of money um but also also if you look at something like joe malone and they've they've done studies of candles and, and cups where suddenly candles as soon as someone came in charging a huge amount of money for candles then the next person why would you undercut them when you can same with red bull when the Red Bull came in really high monster or whoever is next um rock star why why charge less when you can get as much money for it and yeah, people's expectations yeah. change on what it, it, it realigns what people see as good value for something and so why position yourself as a cheaper version of something when you can position yourself as just we're as good or better give us and make as much money from it yeah and without having to do all the hard work and you might not even have to do as much advertising because people are already aware of this product and um 
when when Kay walks walked in marketing, she was saying that that's a huge thing that they do with D, and I think we've spoken about this years ago with DVDs, where you create a DVD that instead of transformers, you'd call it trans changes. Transmorphers. We talked about this like we only talked about this like two months ago. <laughs> oh, did we? I thought there was one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with snakes on a plane. All of yeah, this. exactly. This classic, yeah, yeah. yeah, classic. But that was made, that was with the Woolworth days when yeah. they were relying they were relying on harassed parents to pick up the wrong damn thing by mistake. The entire you, market created around that. And and you still get that on Amazon and various other things where you're like, oh, it looks like you know in the same way my. What well, did they did that? They did that with what's it called Spider Man. So Spider Man, um, of course, you know, No Way Home's at the cinema. So they put up spider-man um far from home back on all the streaming platforms but they changed the they changed the the cover slightly so you recognize the cover from having wow. watched you know far from home but they change it slightly you know they make jake gyllenhaal a little bit smaller and, and stuff like that and they make, Tom make the a little fonts. bit bigger and yeah. so it's, yeah well the font's the same with all of them and so that's the confusing bit and so you go oh so it's, it's available to rent and you're like oh, fuck it's the same thing i've watched it a hundred times um yeah i mean just yeah tricking people tricking people's a very very good uh yeah. tool uh, yeah, yeah now um so i think it's just that um and it's Ross McDonald who I think the world can thank for dry rope popularizing. He brought them into OCR, they then took off from there. So I think it's all down to Ross. And Ross has brought, <laughs> Ross is a great man for many years. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you think bringing it into OCR slowed down its take up? No. Everyone saw this like nerds from OCR, just like, <laughs> oh God, this, we stay well clear of these. <laughs> now, something to, this is genuinely interesting running news that's come out and we've got so much that we need to in theory have talked about so we'll do a quick roundup because i know jenny's got a hard call at 10 but um camille is back and uninjured she's set that she's broken the 100 mile world record again um her own record but she's back as a master she's now in her 40s so um she only took a few seconds off but she's had last two years she's not really been herself Actually, we should get her back on just to talk about injuries and just see what's been to, going for on. For you to gush and go and blushy and go, But she it looks like she's back to her, her former self now. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how she then approaches her training and her races now with a lip. She probably got a bit more understanding of her body, understanding of the limitations. Um, and maybe she might be thinking it's a few years on. I probably can't aim. I can't take on everything anymore because, you know, clock is ticking when you're when you're in your forties and how many more years you've got left. So that'd be that's yeah. We'll get it back on to talk about that. But um, we, as you said, drugs and uh, doping. Jamaica, the uh, female sprinter being stripped. We've had yeah. the, the British four by one hundred meters being stripped because of individual. Oh, yeah, of course, I forgot about that. Yeah. But all this has happened, kind of. We, but we, in fact, I'm not even going to this story that's really, because I've just remembered, we have three tickets to Rough Runner for do padders. So, Will from, um, what's his company again? Race Nation. Race Nation. The lovely Will from Race Nation. He's been on the podcast before to talk about um, his story and also the state of the industry because they have a huge number of races. They bought Rough Runner when it was going into administration, they bought all the 
big obstacles that are like the travelator, the things you see on gladiators, and they're now putting the event on. And he's just said to us, I think when we were drinking, I imagine at the running show, he was like, oh, yeah, you." And I was talking about how I'd done Rough Rider. It was really fun. And he's like, well, do you guys want some tickets? So he's given us eight free tickets for the podcast. I'm going to check the dates. So, you do, you're doing it, aren't you? Um, I think I'm clashing with something else, sadly. But we want to give them away to do badders. Um, well, they want to give them away to us, and we want to give them away to you. So the <laughs> date is... If you have to impress us. In fact, they've given us 10 free entries, and it's um it's in Malmesbury on the 3rd of April. It's quite soon. So as soon as you hear this, you need to start doing this. Malmesbury is a market town in Wiltshire. Oh, it is. I thought I knew that from Vikings, the TV show. So um, what we want you to do is to do hashtag rough... Uh, what do we decide? <laughs> along, along the lines of right, oh wow what what was that it was what oh i'm so disappointed it's not a, a circular dial one. Oh, i've not heard i've not heard a, a, a wired in phone in such a long time i think it might be the banker okay. <laughs> um, wow i'm a mama beast um because We've moved out, and I haven't talked about that. It's been a bloody nightmare. We've moved, we've moved out of our flat. We've moved our stuff into a house, but we're not allowed to live in the house yet. So I'm living with a bag while there's a tube strike and my office is closed oh, for yeah, there's a tube university strike <laughs> and university strike. So uh, this is why. Uh, yes. Anyway, back to Rough Runner. What was uh, What do we say? You've got to tag in Rough Runner. You've got to tag in Bad Boy Running, and you've got to use the hashtag bad boy rough runner but we want to see your roughest runs your roughest uh, pictures of you looking rough it could be while running it could be while <laughs> doing something else. or be wearing or, or anything where you're wearing a bbr merch doing something rough while you're wearing bbr merch. there must be a ton yeah. of photos like that so we want you to be saying i'm a bad boy rough runner and given the this is in in one month's time from when we're recording this will probably go out within the next 10 days i'm not sure we're going to get 10 people who can make that date who want to do it so it's the third of eight of april in wilshire wilshire um you have got a good chance of winning this by entering there's 10 10 codes it's really really fun event and we'll then coordinate all 10 people to like go together and to go around in the wave so they've um yeah and um if people want a discount as well there's a 20 percent discount i don't know what the code is let's just say bbr is the code there you go. <laughs> let's just make up the code and hope hope <laughs> hope that that works well we'll post it in the facebook group we can post it in the facebook group can't we so if you if you go to the facebook group um bad we'll boy 20 else. bad boy 20 is the code bad why is it 20 uh 20 off oh okay okay so yeah, tag tag rough runner, and then I'm a bad boy rough runner as your hashtag. And these, you could be going back to troll pictures when you were 17 of the first time you had a beer and you're in a heap in the corner. You yeah. could and you tag could friends even, in if you know yeah. if you've got pictures of friends. Tag he or she is and a say bad, they're the bad boy, bad boy rough runner. runner. Yeah, so that is the hashtag bad boy rough runner on on Facebook on Instagram. 
And why not Strava? I don't know if we'll see it. I don't know how that, I can't remember how Strava works. <laughs> why, why, not? why not do on this platform we don't really know how it would work? Fucking yeah. try it. Try it. But we're hopeful. We are hopeful. We've still got ten places. Now have we have I got time to mention? So there is you know when there's a step in nutrition that people get excited about. So the last one I can think of, uh, well, big steps I'd say in the last 15, 20 years, one of them was nitrates looking at beetroot juice and how that improved performance. One of them was dual track um, for carbohydrates, which changed the gels from just being typical carbohydrates to also having maltodextrin. So in theory, you can then take instead of 60 grams an hour, 90 grams an hour in your stomach without it being an issue. That was a kind of big step forward um, for a lot of people. There is a huge leap forward that is has been shown to be a 2% improvement on park on 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 running times. So park run 2% quicker. So for me, that would be a 20 second improvement on a park run race. That has come out. We're going to talk about that next time because we need to discuss the implications of this. But that's just guys. If you want to ask to interview anyone in the future, let us know. Um, email me, david at badboyrunning.com. Please do reviews. We'll read out the funny reviews, but we haven't got time because Jenny's got a, a call. Jenny, are you going to sign us off? Yeah. If you want to join the conversation, head over to the Facebook group. Answer three questions and join the conversation. Uh, if you uh, want to buy merch, go to store.badboyrunning.com and we've got plenty of merch there if you want it. Um, and it goes to say that have an amazing time with whatever you're doing today and make sure you listen out for the next episode. I'm a bad boy rough runner. Get fancy people. We'll see you next time. <laughs> see you bye, later. Bye 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 bye